and welcome on in to the sit down here on the Built to Buffalo Networks Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. I got sunglasses on, so I can't see anything, but I am assuming that Montage is here joining me as always. Mafia Montage on Twitter at Mafia Montage. First of all, how's your weekend? How's your Saturday? How are you? Doing good, doing good. Everything's going okay. Haven't broken anything yet. Um, maybe some. Well, that's hearts. not I'm interesting. Not sure. Montage, I'm 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 fired up today. I'm mad You're today. Fired up. I don't know what it is. Well, let's get into it then. Sit down here, hosted by myself, the Sauce God on Twitter at Buffalo Sauce God. Joined here with my co-host, as always, looking pretty. And I'll tell you what, it's thank God that Montage is here because we need someone to look pretty. But joined here with my co-host, as always, Mafia Montage, the hardest working man in the biz. And by the way, guys, if you haven't done so already, hit that like and share. If you're on Twitter, hit that retweet button. Come on over to the YouTube channel so you can comment with us as well because for some reason, technology doesn't allow people to do stuff in this day and age. But that's what we're here for. So it is the sit down here presented by Duff's Famous Wings. And of course, Built in Buffalo is in partnership with PLB Sports, West Her, Ticket IQ, and Thursday PLB Sports, Picasso's Pizza. That's what it is. I'll tell you what, man, Built in Buffalo is doing big things. For those of you just now tuning in, this is the sit down and montage. Let's go ahead. Let's just break into it. We have a countdown, of course, that we started. Countdown that countdown right off. here is um, it, can you count that high? The first regular season game is 186 days away. Just tell me when it's six days away. I'll be ready. Honestly, even then, still can't count that high. But Montage, that's why I got you, my friend. So Montage, this is something we're going to do a little bit differently in this show. We are very professional people, you and I. You know what I mean? Like, you know, you weren't telling me what you were doing backstage, you know, in the, the facilities before the show started or anything like that, right? But we want to sit down and actually kind of me and you just, just talk football for a bit because – Free agency is looming. It is March. March has begun. And the new league year and free agency and all that stuff actually opens up March 15th, which if you're a history buff like me, that is the Ides of March, which is when the great Julius Caesar was assassinated in Rome, right? And then, of course, even though they didn't want him to become, you know, dictator, emperor, whatever it may be, it it eventually ended up happening in Rome anyways. They became an empire regardless. So maybe this is Josh Allen's time to be Augustus Caesar and step in to the new league year. It is March. It's begun. So we want to know in the comments, who are you guys looking at for free agents? Who are you guys looking at for trade prospects? Who are you guys looking at in the combine? So Montage, I know you're watching the combine, and I'm pretty sure it's just because, you know, 
you, you understand talent and you understand how to evaluate it at, um, at a, at a level that I necessarily can't because I can't go through certain, you know, techniques and stuff like that. So overall, who are you watching so far at the combine and who's like, wowed you the most so far? Yeah. I mean, I just enjoy watching athletic freaks go out there and do athletic things for the most part. Um, and you know, you got to talk about Richardson from Florida today. Absolutely jumped out of the building. almost so, nearly broke the this high is a jump record, right? You yeah, said, yeah. yep. He's the fourth rated QB from Florida, Anthony Richardson. No, it was a fourth-rated QB, and some people's uh, mock drafts was Josh Allen. Wow. Now, yeah, tell me, you say he's a freak of nature, like, athletically. QBs. I think you have a favorite QB, don't you? Do I? Yeah, I kind of do. I mean, as far as, like, I think that C.J. Stroud is going to be good in the NFL. I really think so. Um, I really think Bryce Young, it's going to be, like, this hit or miss. Either it's going to be really good or there's just too much hype and – I, you know, I have maybe I have a thing about being biased against Alabama QBs because, you know, Tua is not exactly like my favorite person in this world. And by the way, too, I want to just say before we do anything else, fuck Mac Jones and the Patriots. I want to make yeah, that clear. Patriots are going to draft I listen, I montage, this is what fumes me. If they put me on the Bills squad and I was physically able to play football, just give me a picture of Mac Jones to get pissed off at. And I'm going to, I'm going to run through a brick wall at that point. Right. So again, yeah. If you guys didn't know how I feel about Mac Jones, fuck Mac Jones and the Patriots. There's nothing more you guys can say. If you want to argue against that, I'd love to talk to anybody that has anything on it to say. But I want to say that first and foremost. So, Montage, we're not going to go drafting quarterback first round. I don't think so. And if anybody wants to take a quarterback in the first round, um, I'm curious to, uh, to know why. But, Montage, what are you overall – who are you looking at for the possibility for the Buffalo Bills? Yeah, today the receivers uh, were out there, so that's what I was looking at. Um, Jalen Hyatt from Tennessee ran a little bit, uh, ran a four or five flat. I didn't see a second uh, 40-yard dash. Thought he was a little bit faster than that, but is what it is. Josh Downs looked real good today, man. Um, good, solid hands, the way he caught the ball, secured it. Um, another guy you could see either first or second round selection. Um, a lot of people think Hyatt's uh, going to go um, – you know, in the in the early to mid first round, I'm not sure. We'll have to kind of see how that plays out. But I think that, um, you know, Jalen Hyatt could uh, could be a target for the Bills. And then there's a lot of people that really like um, guys. The first the first. Uh, I got to say this. You know, if we go quarterback first round, I'm 100 percent calling Brandon Bean's mom. Because, like, we're not going to do what the Packers did where, you know, we got Aaron Rodgers. He's in MVP form, right? Let's go ahead and get a quarterback first round. Yeah. And by the way, yes, guys, please flood the comments right now with fuck Mac and the Patriots. This right here, yeah, no hate except towards the Patriots is allowed right here, right? Guys, of course, oh, yeah. that's allowed. That's 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 freedom. So montage. Last year I was looking at Jordan Davis a lot, right? That's who I really liked. I thought we had a chance to get him in the first round last year. And that's because you know of the potential that he had, but we needed, I thought, a better D tackle. Now I thought Daquan Jones kind of answered that call a little bit, and so did that Oliver, right? Yeah, and sure. Jordan Phillips experiment, I liked what it did when he was on the football field. But like, if there was a guy on the one year contract and bring him back, it's Shaq Lawson for the way that he played and the way that he made plays. And I don't think I saw Shaq Lawson do much bad that I can remember. And overall, I think this is going to where this is where the, the question marks start to begin. 
So I know everybody looks at Jordan Poirier. Everybody looks at Tremaine Edmonds, right? But let's start with Ed Oliver. Montage, he has made plays where he made a difference in the game to actually help win the game. Remember the safety that he uh, – he, who was it we were playing against? He caused a safety, and basically he took over the game a little bit defensively, but that's one time. And that's not like – Aaron Donald is a guy that literally can take over games whenever he's on the field. And Ed Oliver, it's just – it's hit or miss. So what would you do with his situation? And obviously he's got value, right? But really, if you're going to trade him, what can we even get back? Talk to me. Yeah, I've uh, been trying to look through some of the uh, some of the scenarios, and I've just been kind of playing more with draft picks, but, um, you know, just kind of having fun with it, seeing, you know, what else, um, you know, what the websites will say could be an acceptable trade or not. I just think it's funny to go through those algorithms and kind of see what they would say is a valuable trade for, for that kind of talent. Well, so, in that case – they should ask my opinion. Give us Sauce Gardner from the Jets for like a seventh round pick or maybe just some cash considerations because the Jets, you know, they, they could use the cash, right? Yeah, when yeah, you go through yeah. like the mock draft simulators, they will let you trade up one player and then like a team. You have a mock draft too, by the way. I saw and yeah, yeah. tell the people about that because, uh, listen, I, fuck Mel Kuyper. Mafia Montage. <laughs> you yeah, literally no. like, yeah, I, if you I check trust out, his guy uh, instinct. My page at Mafia Montage. I'm kind of going through some iterations right now. I'm, I'm, thinking about posting the one I did with trades. The problem is, is if you give our first round pick and at Alvaro, I would love to like, see you as a GM. You can get like four picks from a team, but it's like, that's the rest of their whole draft. No team's going to get what up if GMs use this shit to actually that, determine so. like, you know what, maybe how much should I give up for this guy? <laughs> yeah, maybe I doubt it. I don't think it's so, software. Pre-draft trades montage. I look at the, the scenario of, I like having draft capital, right? Because of Sammy Watkins situation. That's the best reason I like to keep our draft capital. But we saw um, Stefan Diggs traded to Buffalo Bills for a first round pick. And I don't care what people say, you know, we could have had Justin Jefferson a again. We have, it's like we have gold regardless guys. So I love Stefan Diggs, but that's another thing too. You get that notification. Some dude is playing Madden with Justin Jefferson and he used the bills instead of the Vikings. It's like he's to the bills confirmed. It's like, Montage, could we make a potential splash for like a trade for a guy like DeAndre Hopkins? I mean, there's no way in hell we're getting Justin Jefferson unless Kirk Cousins really is going through something. But could we make a big splash? Do we even need to make that kind of splash of a trade? And if you guys are in the comments too, guys, we're going to check in with you in here in just a brief moment. Me and Montage are getting to the basics. Yeah, I love it. I think that it's uh, um, a cool – Cool time when, you know, I kind of put an idea out on Twitter today. I got smashed for suggesting that maybe we should trade or move on from um, yep. the Aaron people Johnson. spoke and 70% uh, said no. And I'm like, all right. I mean, I, I get it. It wasn't something I was necessarily serious about. I think he's the best cornerback in the game, uh, slot, slot corner, uh, nickelback in the game. But I don't think that um, he's like, a, that's how I know you're not by Edmonds anyway. Why don't we just, uh, you know, get new, we're going to get new people in regardless. So, I mean, uh, so, you know, this guy's 10 million, almost 9.25 mil. And uh, I'm not saying we should move on from him. I think he's great part of our defense with Trey and, um, you know, keep those guys, but they're high money guys. So we have to, you got to shed some everything. Of you yeah, shed some some, salary, right? We're up against a salary cap. We got to do something. I don't know. I'm, you know, it's just funny. It's cool right now because we have like 11 more days until the league year starts and we can kind of go through these scenarios and just kind of, see what kind of wacky things 
we can kind of dream up and stumble upon. I mean, I, I did a trade in a mock earlier where I got a Samari Cooper and then I still drafted two or three wide receivers, you know? If and it's I'm, like, if I'm commissioner, I'm vetoing whatever the hell trades you got going on over there, you know? So uh, it's just kind of bag of chips. Uh, give me your best receiver. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I'll give you this first round pick and move back like nine picks into the second round, but you have to give me like your entire draft plus a really good. Well, yeah. Receiver. Like we'll give you, um, We'll give you like uh, we'll give you T.O. like in his like you know the year that we had with him and you know we'll just take the whole plethora of draft picks at that point. I love draft capital because that is the only way that you can build contenders and you can build them for multiple years at a time. That's yeah. why the NFL is such a tricky business, and that's why guys like Brandon Bean as the GM make us blessed in Bill's Mafia. So I'm not envious of his job though. He's got some tough decisions to make in. Really, though, he's a guy that makes decisions and he kind of sticks with it and he runs with it. And I don't think he's a guy that questions himself very much. But here's something that actually had Bill's Mafia questioning quite a bit. Jordan Poyer deleted his Instagram pictures of the Buffalo Bills. And Montage, guess what, brother? I'm not at all reading into it. You want to know why? Kyler Murray started this thing when he wanted to get paid in like his first and a half year. When it's like, dude, you don't even have a contract extension for like four, four more seasons, but chill. But then... You got Stefan Diggs did it last year, but I don't think it's a thing of like, you know, uh, I'm showing this team I'm on a whole leverage. I think it's a matter of like, I want a fresh start. I want to get rid of some of the fucking previous memories that I've had because really, mm-hmm. as much as it's been fun, you think guys like Stefan Diggs, like, you know, look back and say, man, that was awesome. No, these guys want to win championships. So for me, I think Jordan Poyer, at that moment, I don't read into it because at the end of the day, he's either going to go or he's not going to go. He's got Rachel, and respect the game, right? Respect the also. They're out there tweeting, you know, wherever he goes. Hopefully it's warm or, you know, less taxes. And you hear that in New York State. Let's let's maybe knock down the taxes to keep some Bills players here. Not for the people, right? Just for the Bills players. Yeah. Tax the Jets because they think they're in, in New York, but they're in Jersey. Right. Um, It's crazy, though, Montage. You see, like, what's going on with Danny Jones, too. Um, it's, a good, it's a good thing that we got Josh's contract done when we did. But that's why I think there's going to be a long-term extension for a guy like Tremaine Edmonds. I really think so. I think that, listen, you made this kid your cornerstone by putting so much trust into him and the way that we've developed him. And really, for me, Montage, you know how I felt about him coming into the season. I said it's a make-or-break year, and really he's got to step up and do certain things differently, and I saw that. And he was a difference-maker but I still feel like he's young. That's good. You know, that's the best yeah. part about what Tremaine Edmonds is. But yeah, I still I think... have that same type of like belief in Jordan Poirier because people think he's, you know, he's older. Again, only really five years worth of mileage. Okay, that's that's it, right? Only five, or was it six years with the Bills? Yeah, six, six years yeah. with the Bills. And that's he didn't do anything in Cleveland. So at that point, he's still a young player. And look at he doesn't look like he's slowing down to me, right? So I at this point. Montage, I don't know about you, man, but I just like, I don't, whatever Brandon Bean does, I'm just going to run with it. I don't know what's best for this team. And if I did know what's best for this team, um, <laughs> I don't think we'd be sitting here talking. Well, maybe we'd be sitting here talking. Still maybe that's why we're sitting here talking. Well, that, that's so, what, listen, they need to be watching us, Montage, because listen, right. we got sunglasses on. That means we're serious, number one. And for those of you just Hoping not to be tuning at the in, beach. fuck that. We're in Western New York. You you see how much snow? Like, okay, where did this snow come? It's March, damn it. Where did it come from? And it's like, I got a little white and green on because, you know, St. Patty's Day is the birthday of this, you know, greasy Italian over here. But it's like, 
snow everywhere, right? So that's yeah. enough of Western Gotta New York. Let's Dingus go to some right around the corner. Let's get beach vibes. Yeah. So montage. Let's take a look at some of the comments, man. I'm I'm kind of like let me get into some uh, excellent stuff here with you. Yeah, and I think if you guys um, haven't done so already, hit that like, hit the share button on Twitter, hit the retweet. Come on over to YouTube and montage. Tell you what, my friend, I've got a really awesome giveaway that I'm going to run starting next show. But there's, <laughs> I got to do this as many times as I can. Fuck Mac Jones and the Patriots again. By the way, guys, I already likes Vladimir Putin and he supports Russian people. Like, yeah, he's bad. Just I so read that on the on Jordan Sawyer and uh, and Tremaine Edmonds. I think. I, I really thought they were going to bring Tremaine back, but I just from all the stuff I've just watched, though, is that uh, I don't think they're going to anymore just by it's going to be expensive. comments people made. So and that's, uh, you know, some of the people I kind of like to listen to and and get takes from is like they're not they're not so into it. And I think that's telling. Mm -hmm. So uh, I wouldn't be surprised if we didn't bring either of them back, honestly. So. So here's another thing, too. This is actually news that, that I. Bill's Mafia, it seems like, is very thrilled with this, too, that Leslie Frazier's going to take a year off. Um, yeah. It's like, you know, it's like they don't want to fire him because, you know, defensively we performed well, right? But right. let's be honest, I'm tired of playing conservatively like I'm afraid of teams in the playoffs. Yeah, so I think it's going to be nice about... to see McDermott taking control and uh, just uh, – Yeah, know, but I he better, like, be really show some balls because, like – Sometimes he looks like a like a soft dad out there with some white shoes on. You know what I mean? Like he used to look like he's about to wrestle somebody with that bald head of his. But he's be I think throwing the battle horns out there, and he's going to be ready to rip with these guys. I think. I really think that Ken Dorsey and Josh Allen are going to click a lot more in year two, and that's something that I saw with him and Brian Dable. And I'm a guy that believes, except for Rex Ryan, you got to give coaches two years minimum. And, or like Rick Dennison. Rick Dennison, what the heck was that guy, right? I don't even know if he knew what offense was. That's another story. But you got to give guys two years to see their plan come into fruition. And that's why people bitched about Brian Dable. I've said this time and time again that people weren't always satisfied with him. Ken Dorsey and Josh Allen are about to literally show exactly why ketchup on steak is criminal. And if you just cook it right, you don't need any sort of steak sauce or anything. You just season it and cook it right. You can win championships. That's a Get perfectly prepared. cooked steak. And that, and here's a comment too that was just asked. Uh, will McDermott take control? Would it be too much on his plate? And Montage, I'll let you take this one. Roy, by the way, happy to see you as always. Roy Collins, I'll tell you what, that right there is a sit down, maybe number one fan. Yeah, he's a great guy. I see him in a lot of the different built in Buffalo chats. So I appreciate you coming out and speaking. I feel like Roy sure. and I could like get the bills in shape and yeah. you could, you could GM us to death. Yeah, for sure. I think uh, McDermott could absolutely take control, and I don't think it would be too much on his plate. So, I mean, I think he's already got help. He's done it in the past too, right? Yeah, so I think, you know, we'd be fine with it. I don't know if it's absolutely going to happen, though. I think there's an Like, he'll take the play call for a, a week, and now it's like, sorry, Leslie, I'm taking the play call for a year. Yeah. But I really think Last that year Leslie of his deal, you know, looking is, to um, get rid of him without being, you know, really – final about it and firing him they say you can go out by taking time off or we can fire you and maybe he chose that you know i don't know yeah and uh kyra alum was definitely insanely underused i agree with phil on this one and it's like i said to montage i made him laugh earlier it's like what, what are you gonna do? go get ej Gaines again yeah no i think and we gotta by uh, the way i like my dad just now commenting by the way that's my father tuning in with the eyeballs and uh 
guys, you know, hey, send some pro- positive vibes my father's way. I'm not going to get into specifics, but, you know, he's a, a big-time Bills fan. Uh, Pops, love you, man. And, love you know, if I could take care of your dogs right now, I would. But Montage, overall, I think Leslie Frazier showed us as a head coach what he was capable of. So, like, he's in this, like, um, limbo stage, right, where, like, low-key should be potentially getting a job as a head coach. But it's like, ah, like, failing the, the moments that matter most. What does it matter having a number one defense when you literally just get pushed around, like, like got no sort of uh, no sort of strength or sort of backbone, and that's that's why I think Sean McDermott needs to take over this and see what he wants to do and come back with some fucking force, man. Just have something, um, just a, a fight of fire under our ass. Because montage, I told you before the show, I'm pissed off, and nobody knows why I'm pissed off yet. And if, I'm telling you what, if you guys guess why I'm pissed off, it is not to do with Mac Jones, but fuck Mac Jones and the Patriots. Montage overall, though, this is what I think needs to happen for the Buffalo Bills. I think that we're going to have to shed some of these guys that we really think are, you know, oh, they're really great players, but can we go replace them? And it sounds messed up like I'm an employer, like, are you expendable? But realistically, that's what this league is all about. That's why the Chiefs let go of Tyreek Hill and Miami traded every single draft pick that they've ever had in the last 12 years for him. And Yet and the, the ones they didn't the trade, they lost. Because how do you get? Away. What do they get? Canarius Tony for? By the way, that he scored a touchdown, didn't he? That's what I'm saying. What did they get him for? When they traded for him, that's when I got pissed. Like oh, yeah. this is no, that's not cool. <sighs> yeah, Ed I'll tell you who we shed. Trade candidate, I think. I mean, I'll tell you who's safe. Seventeen, success. fourteen. 14 ain't going to the Cowboys, by the way. That's enough of the whole Cowboys. So he wants to go play with Dak Prescott, who just threw a career high in interceptions, and no, nobody knew why that happened. Um, I think, Phil, yeah. if we're going to shed people, it's going to be because they leave. It's not because we don't want to re-sign them. But, like, I, I'm just going to tell this to all the Bills players that think money right now is what you want to do. You want to secure your bag. Remember? Shaq Lawson was happy to come on back for a one-year deal at the, the minimum, and he played way better. And Shaq Lawson looked happy and comfortable. So really, Jordan Poyer, you know you want to stay here. Tremaine, you know you want to take a five-year contract for five mil. You know what I mean? Like, let's go, let's not be greedy, guys. That's not gonna ever happen. I think Singletary's gone. Because yeah, run, running backs, I don't care how good he is, running backs are a dime a dozen. You can go in the fourth round and draft anybody at this point you can draft Jonathan Taylor second round and really James Cook is is shown me that he can do enough to get the um the look as uh, the running back one going forward montage what do you think about that who are you shedding um overall yeah I think we're gonna you know let those guys walk that you know are free agents for the most part we're gonna bring but we brought back like Butker obviously and um you know, I just think like a guy like Singletary, he's just, you know, he's rated 87th as the 87th overall free agent available. And I just think like that just goes to show you like he's not someone that's irreplaceable. You know, I like I mentioned earlier, you know, asking if we should trade Teron Johnson just because I think he's a he everybody said that was a bad idea montage. It's not going to happen. I'm saying that everyone Apparently thought that was a bad idea because he has. Yeah, because he has, you know. 
uh, a really good talent, but you know, Singletary is not one of those guys. He's not one of those guys that's been like, Oh, you know, we, he's an integral part of what we do, our scheme. So he's not he one of those 2019 guys. That... When, when Frank Gore was in town and like, it was cool for a minute. Right. But yeah. ultimately Devin Singletary has, even though I've always loved the way he's played for the bills, everybody's always going to say that, he, you know, we need a real running game. And it's like, Unless Devin yeah, we'll Singletary wants to take the very, very minimum, like, okay, but he's not going to be back. So, unless he can run block, I don't really think our running game is going to help. You know, so why don't we go and do something here? We can grab, we can grab a running back, maybe fourth or fifth round. Um, yeah, for sure. Uh, McKenzie is a good idea. I think that that's unfortunately we really got to evaluate. Fun. You know, it was a fun what, experiment though, montage. Yeah, what there's what these players are actually giving to. Um, to the scheme and to the overall success of the team. Because look, these guys are good at individual things, but we're not using those individual things to get to a Super Bowl. And that's the end goal. So we need guys that can do the things that get us to the Super Bowl. I don't Super want Bowl. preseason hype. I want yeah. hype. You know, like this dude just literally stepped up in the Super Bowl. Percy Harvin shows up and just, hey, Super Bowl, I got you. I think Leonard Fournette is a bruiser. Look how he played with, with Tampa Bay. Mm-mm. Yeah, he no, was I think it's time for one year, maybe. And then after, yeah. like, yeah, the only Tom Brady was really all in for all that, you know, Super Bowl stuff. And Leonard Fournette was just chilling. Yeah, I don't, I don't really think he'd be a guy we'd go after. I think he may even want more money than what Singletary would get. So I'm not sure. I um, would bring him in, though, just, be, just but... to show people how big he is because he's a big freaking dude. People are afraid to tackle him. Yeah, but like you said, the motivation's not there. I don't think he's got much left in the tank, honestly. I think he's near in the end. Just was, you know, fed what the ball so much. if I challenge so him much. to a race every day, like that he's in Buffalo? Like, <laughs> yeah, you're slow as shit, dude. Like, too much, I think, too many things available. I think he'll. I think uh, you both will pass out before the end. I think that we, if we didn't get Christian McCaffrey, realistically, like we're not gonna make a splash there. I wonder about Gabe Davis. I think he's going to definitely have uh, like a another year to to show because we've just seen a ceiling that he's like, – well, not a ceiling, but we've seen what he can do and how he can be a critical part of this offense. And let's just – again, let's just do whatever it takes to stay like healthy the whole way coming into the season because I don't want to have excuses. I want to see Gabe Davis every game that he plays eight catches for 201 yards and four touchdowns because – He's that good. And Isaiah McKenzie, I loved what he was able to do in preseason and how exciting it was and how he looked so – but I didn't – you know what? From game one montage, he made a lot of mistakes and he would make up sure. for it. But, again, a lot of mistakes. That's a lot of shooting yourself in the foot. So, Kalushi I think the team's going to have a lot of a lot of conversations about that's a lot of guys. That's the only thing that's not a question mark, by the way. Khalil Shakir yeah. needs to be a focal – because he didn't do anything wrong. Yeah, for sure. He looked like um like Cooper Cup. Like when they get tackled, they get tackled with ease. They don't look like they're getting hit real hard. They like yeah, they pick up their yards. They know how to use their body well, and they just they do their job well. So yeah, great body control for sure. I ultimately though we're still blessed to have the talent that we do. Think about it. We had Zay Jones, Robert Foster, and um, J uh, Jason Croom, I think it was, and uh, you had um Charles Clay, right? Yeah. And now we got Dawson Knox. Now here's a question too that we have not spoken about enough either. Does Dawson Knox need to become more of a, an offensive producer or 
is maybe he's not a focal point like we kind of yeah. thought he was when he I got like his production. I think he needs to be looked at more and, and just, you know, utilized. I think his utilization could change um, and increase. And then I think that, you know, um, that's a guy we can get more involved. At the end of the day, you know, we need more – we need actual pass-catching weapons. So whether it's a receiver or a tight end, to me, I think we just need to add another dimension. A lot of people like adding the speed thing because it worked in Kansas City. So they want I like what Cole Beasley brings to the, the table. The vertical, but you know, maybe a tight end so we can run two tight end sets with not OJ Howard. Not yeah, but you got this. You know, that's when I'm doing mock drafts and this. You know, Michael Mayer slips down to 27. If he's there, and they take him, I'm not going to be surprised or mad. Like Did you that's put the draft settings weapon. on easy or, or all pro. Well, there's there's different randomness and things you can change on it. And no, so actually, I've been playing with all different sliders. You know, it's, it's great. I really I, I like the way that you're doing because you're you're a pretty smart guy from what I've been able to uh, learn about you as as uh you know a host of coast. But here's a question that I don't understand, Montage. Robert Woods, he's a free agent. Um <laughs> I, how do you feel about the potential of bringing Robert Woods in? Like, I just, I think that's a guy that we would love to have, uh, you know, in the building. And if, I'm the biggest Robert Woods fan you'll find. Even you know, I was his fa a fan of his when we got him, and I met him at the uh, training camp with Sammy Watkins, and uh, you know, signed my nephew's stuff for my for us. That's when Sammy Watkins hurt his foot. He signed something. Just uh, yeah, just great. Great people, I think, and uh, that's why I'm a Gabe Davis fan now. Like, I think you know, Gabe had the same kind of interaction with him. You know, I met him, he signed some stuff, was really cool. And uh, Florida boy, yeah, just uh, you know, he hung out, he was waiting on teammates that were late. I won't say their names, but uh, you know, and he hung out and kind of appeased the fans while we were waiting on the other player. So it's kind of a, a cool um deal and, and just a genuinely nice guy. And uh, you know, those are the kind of guys that I think. You know, we can also I know they got to produce on the field as well, but, you know, we need good people, too. So I think, um, you know, I don't know. Woods just came off an ACL and didn't look terribly great uh, this past year. So from a football sense, I don't know if it makes a lot of sense to have them, but I, I wouldn't like I wouldn't mind giving them a try. Unless they know? like really loved being here in the first time they were here. Yeah, you could give them a try. You know, though. He, was, he enjoyed his time here. I think he was yeah. a little overshadowed. I mean, who was throwing the football to him back then? Kyle Orton, I think. Yeah. No, I think, I mean, you know, all it is actually, what it is. But... I don't think he had any ill will towards Buffalo, but I think when his contract was up, he moved on, or I, I think that's I just basically think, what happened. I think that we could go get some some better pieces. Like, for yeah. his age, I think that we can try to – do we need to maybe shake up our core is something else that I haven't really asked you yet, but shaking up the core because – Well, that's the <sighs> whole thing. Evans, I like, think we is kind part of, of our core. Yeah, and so Edmonds and Boyer leaving are going to be – by virtue of doing that, you're already changing the core. Now it's Von Miller, Trey White, are the and Micah Hyde are the pillar guys. And By then the way, you have Allen and Diggs. Von Miller shadowing GMs and uh, shadowing Brandon Bean. What do you make of that? Yeah, I'm wondering, and I'd be interested, guys, in the con on the comments as well. Is like, I, I, you know, I asked this question earlier on on Twitter: is if you think Von Miller could be a better influencer on free agents or in the draft? You know, will he have more or any pull at all? All he's got to do is talk. Scenarios. That's so, it. He's, he's I mean, he can recruit free agents, and if as long as the free agents are willing to take less money, um, you know, we could maybe get them for a draft. You know, those guys have to be available for the bills to take, and it has to be the right value 
and all this stuff. So it's a little bit different. You know, you can't just handpick guys and say, I want this one. You know, it's like you so, have to be available and, you know, make it work to actually get them. So free agency, I think, is going to a little bit easier for uh, Von Miller to to have a hand in and have guys actually come in and have the discussion. And that's, you know, what we need a lot of conversations right now for Brandon Bean to try to get all this put together into a final package. What see, now that's a guy right there that, you know, he, he can't settle down. He's got to work, right? So, like, all this Odell yeah. Beckham Jr. talk, he was probably, like, he's salty, like, okay, we didn't make it happen, so I got to become a GM to, like, just do what I want to do. So, if, yeah. if Von Miller tells Brandon Bean, I'm going to be GM now, I don't think Brandon Bean's going to fist fight him, but I think he's going to say, hold on, Vaughn. Let's keep yeah. you in that six years for one one twenty million. I'm getting paid, like, you know, five million. Playing that right end position, yeah. But I think that Vaughn Miller, what he does – um Oh, he gets people talking. If Derrick Henry became a Buffalo Bill, I want to say that just give me Josh Allen and, and, and Derrick Henry in the same backfield as each other and watch me not try to shit my pants. Yeah. Well, I think if they do that, then you got to kind of, you know, just hire Vaughn as a player. I will be honest. At that point, you know, so Derrick Henry is the only title. like running back montage that I would like really actually go and I would give up some shit and I would take on Sarah because he's not a. First of all, he's not a running back. It's an M, uh, M1 Abrams tank uh, yeah. from the United States military that only gets stronger and bigger as his, like, one dread gets longer. So yeah. that's scary, right? But really, what is the biggest need for the Bills montage? You know, we know, offensive line. So yeah. I, how do you do this one, right? Because in the first round, typically your best offensive tackle is an offensive lineman. Um our top 10, top 20 picks, right? And we played well enough that, you know, we're not drafting 32nd, but we're drafting later as well. So what do you do when you've got offensive line as your biggest need? Yeah, I think you're going to have to trade. I, this is one of the things I'm going to come out with with my uh, newest mock tomorrow, but um, that involves trades. So far, I've just been picking no trades and picking what I, what's been available. So uh, I think the... um the pool and what comes to the and what drops to 27 is really going to dictate if we either need to trade up, which we don't have a lot of momentum unless somebody's going to take at Oliver as a trade chip to move up. And then how many spots does that get us? I don't know. But if you're not taking the number one offensive lineman or uh, offensive guard rated Cyrus, Osiris Torrance from Florida, then you've got to trade back in my opinion, you know, depending on who's there, I think you really would be benefited by, trading back, getting multiple, you know, if you have a late first round and you turn it into an extra second, extra third, let's say, and an early mm. second, you know? So I think it's kind of, if you would, were to be able to get, you know, four second and third round picks for one first round pick, that's one of those things where you want to. Um, yeah, because at 27, we're not drafting CJ Spiller. <laughs> When we have Marshawn Lynch as our starting running back, it's just I don't believe in that taking the best player available at that time, unless it's Kyle Hamilton, because you're going to get literally a top five safety in the NFL right away, right? But well, that's why the first knock like I had uh, Mayer on there at tight end, because it's like I know we already have knocks, but you know what? At everybody that was available, Michael Mayer is the most impact player we could get with how the board went. So he was the guy I picked in the first round. And, you know, it's nothing against Knox. Just like my poll earlier on Twitter was nothing against Teron Johnson. It was just a simple thing that, like, hey. Oh, you clearly don't like Teron Johnson. You give him props as his best slot corner. <laughs> you clearly want him gone. Guys, yeah. breaking news, Montage loves Teron Johnson. Says, Love see him. you later.
ever since that Baltimore interception in the playoffs where I was sitting, I was right in that end zone where he, he was running he away from me. It's like a legendary moment. And so, right. Ray, like, you know, you can't so even though we side, have buddy. guys at, you know, starters at positions, I think that we can also improve the team by taking what the board gives us. But, you know, in the first round uh, at 27, I really think we could ultimately um, drop down to the early second and let's then try like to pick up a couple of picks, you know? Let's drop back. Let's get a Tredavious White. And this time, uh, let's not like I, – listen, Pat Mahomes coming to the Bills would not have been Pat Mahomes, right? He would have probably yeah. never eaten ketchup on steak and screwed up the whole game. But, listen, we got Tredavious White as a result, and mm-hmm. I love Tredavious White. I wanted Marshawn Lattimore so badly that year. And, yeah. honestly, Trey White was everything that we needed, and we need that type of – you need a value player. You need a guy that's got high character and you need, you don't need the most athletic freak of nature person. You just need a guy that can come in and play the game sound. I feel like if imagine this bills team with Luke Keekley in his prime, like middle linebacker yeah. for this team, right? Because I need an anchor and that's why I'm okay. If Tremaine Emmons does go, because I really don't feel like he's an anchor. I feel like he's just a, a freak of nature football player, which that's a good thing. Right. But, I need an anchor. And man, Milano, as good as he is, I don't feel like is that anchor because it's like neither of them are the middle linebacker. You need either Pat Willis or you need you need somebody to come in and just, I don't know, who can you fall back on? Because as much as we love Vaughn Miller and he's a game changer, yes, linebackers, really, Montage? Last time that we had really great linebackers, uh, Tequila Spikes and uh, London Fletcher, right? And of course, we had you know everything else on our team sucked except our punter. So I think there's a lot of different question marks that we're just not really examining. Tight end is one of them, and it's not because I don't like Dawson Knox. I just I really thought when he got paid, he was gonna probably come out maybe put up like 800 yards, 900 yards. In all fairness, he had quite a bit going on. Right. Well, I think the OJ Howard. experiment was to try to run yeah, more two tight so end, much better and it, and it so just didn't and so that's why i think you know getting another tight end in the draft we could play two tight end sets and still have you know a really quality backup uh with quentin morris you know still being there um so maybe maybe morris plays more in a two tight end set this year maybe they integrate him more now that they have him you know on the team securely on the roster he made the roster you know late in camp uh, last year so he wasn't sure to make it and i think it was uh one of those things where they weren't maybe sure how to effectively use him and i'm not sure how that's the case how you don't know how to use somebody but you know they they're just they're too inconsistent with with the usage of guys and that kind of thing and they need to they need to try to get uh, a playbook of things that they know they can do and execute and then and do that so so for this uh roy collins comment here i put up on the screen i really like a uh a tackle Jawan Taylor from from the Jaguars. He's not an interior, I understand, but uh, just uh, one of the guys I kind of like. And then Ben Powers uh, could be a guy um, that you could get a uh, <laughs> on a prove it deal potentially. Uh, Brian, thank you. Epic B. By the way, Epic house. B. Appreciate you, bro. Epic B. You know we got Can we can we all get together for a tailgate again soon? Like, can we do that again? It was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. We we're just winning, you know, and we we're like thinking we're gonna win every game, we're gonna win the Super Bowl. Like this is fucking awesome. And then we went through hell. <laughs> of course, we went through hell. And that's on the deck at O'Neill's on the breaking tables. It was great. 
Yeah, except, hold on, O'Neal's has to know I strictly eat chicken wings over at Duff's Famous Wings, which is the proud sponsor of the sit-down here on the Built in Buffalo Network's Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. If you haven't done so already, hit the like button, hit the comment button, and come on in and vibe with myself and the Mafia Montage here. Because I'll tell you what, why read another Mel Kuyper or Todd McShay mock draft when you could get that guy uh, look sitting right next to me with the sunglasses on and literally, I feel like I could trust Montage to draft me a Super Bowl winner before before Mel Kite. Listen, you want to know why I know draft analyst experts are frauds? Mike Mayak got a GM job, and look how the Raiders turned out under his tenure. Terrible. You got Henry Ruggs. You got John Gruden. You got fucking – that's a great – I love it, right? That's yeah. why, Montage, I like what you're doing for – you put a lot of work into this, and I actually really want to commend you on that because – all I do is I go watch the draft picks that we get and I watch film and I, yeah. I can analyze them at that point. But you want me to go through a list of thousands of people and um, I just pick, oh, I know this guy went to Wyoming like Josh did. So let's maybe see what, uh, what does this film look like? Chad Muma. He's yeah. a Jag now. But if you guys are uh, just now tuning in, Mafia Montage and I are in a uh, unprecedented show, perhaps I would say, right? Where me and Montage we're going to talk wearing, about uh, some free, some uh, trades, right? That were kind of fun to think about too. And um, I just wanted to break in with that because I uh, didn't want to forget it, and I almost did. But the one guy you mentioned, uh, the Jaguars and Chad Muma, um, the one guy that I would love, and I'm such a homer for saying this, and I'm just going to keep saying it because. I don't care. I love Syracuse University and their players. So Andre Cisco from the Jaguars would be an awesome safety to have to come play um, in a either slot role or mm -hmm. a strong safety role. Um, would lose. He get Darren Johnson out of there. <laughs> he's great. He's great in the box, and he could play a. He could. We could play a dime almost with him, Milano. And Teron Johnson, we could almost play a dime having Teron Johnson. We just do it with only eight players Cisco, instead of 11. You know, so it's great. I think that would be kind of cool um, to get him over here. If we have a spot in the strong safety that we're looking for, I think he's still on a rookie contract, so he wouldn't be um, too expensive. But I also think the Jaguars would never trade him. Yeah, honestly, the Jaguars are doing some pretty incredible things over there, too. I mean, it's crazy. You get rid of Urban Meyer, uh, and all of a sudden, things get really good. So, for me, Montage, I like the – I like trade scenarios, but, again, I I never would have envisioned Stephon Diggs, even though there were rumors about him being at Duffs for years, right? It's oh, yeah. funny how it actually eventually happened. I think – this Bills team, I want to know, for in your opinion, Montage, what is it that the Chiefs overall have that the Buffalo – other than health, what did the, the Chiefs have that the Buffalo Bills didn't? Because don't tell me quarterback because – No, they uh, had young guys put, that stepped Josh up Allen and played is, is really well. Yeah, I think they just had – they had the right guys that stepped up and fit the scheme well enough to, to execute at a high level and consistently. No, I think the NFL and kisses their what, ass. By the way, that's fuck Mac Jones are, and the Patriots – that's what the bills are missing. They're not, they're not ex executing consistently. And I don't think that uh, the, the coaches and Ken Dorsey is necessarily putting them in the right spot to be consistent either. So I think actually, all these you know, rotations the page out of Rex Ryan's book for once, let's just go engage eight in the final couple plays of and maybe, maybe if we don't play scared montage, I feel like we can actually, at that point, we have the mentality of we're the alpha. I still feel like we're trying to prove that we're the alpha. It's like, dude, no, 
We are the alpha. And if you tell me right now, if just fist fight scenario, right? Josh Allen versus Pat Mahomes, Josh Allen's gonna win that battle, right? Yeah, absolutely. Bills, I think I think they're also in a sense young as a team. I don't mean age, I mean like imagine if Vaughn Miller had been here for like the last three, four years. You know what I mean? Like that type of it's just it's it's a, a lot of moving pieces, right? Here's one guy that I will tell you that really made a big difference this year, and I really love what we have in him for the future, and that's Greg Roussel, Groot. You know what I mean? I really think that I was happy to see that that kid really had some fire in his engine, and I just think unleash him, dude. Let him go. Like You watch Julius Peppers, how tall that son of a bitch was, and I felt like every year in Madden he was still like a 98 overall, right? You know what I mean? Every year. High salary, but Panthers never won shit, but at the end of the day – we need to go out there and play with some fucking balls. And we have to remember, yeah, AFC East is cool. I'm like, I, yeah, I love owning this over the Patriots, and it gives me some juice. But, dude, I need a Super Bowl title, and I need it more than I needed a fucking Yankees title, more than I need a Syracuse title. I need right. Bills to win a Super Bowl because I feel like the world will maybe be a better place again. Because, you know what, I just don't. Yeah. It would make my life a heck of a lot easier. I mean, we got people in the Dolphins <laughs> fan base that are telling us that they've got one and that their history is so much better than the Bills. It's like, okay, well, do you want me to go back and tell you we have an AFL championship too? As a, oh, argument? Oh. And that's what your 72 Dolphins championship it basically is to me. It's Before a freaking, they were just get 32 teams. It was 50 some years ago. Good for you. But if if that's what we get, if we lose, if we lose the ability for those guys to make that argument, we it's it changes your whole freaking life. You know, it's great. I I can't That's wait. I fucking hate Patriots fans because you know what? They have the point of like, you know, we're not like the Packers. We have relevant titles, but it's like, fuck you, Patri- Patriots and Mac Jones. I want to say again, Bailey zaps the future until they put their punter in at quarterback, and then New England fans will start fucking cheering again. I hate. Yeah. You know what? That's what's got me pissed off today. Somebody said. Two Why AFL championships. Roy knows he's he was. By the way, who was on those? Probably Billy Shaw. Billy Shaw was one of those Bills. Uh, actually, that was an All Pro dude. And just montage. I'm sorry, brother. I don't just you know rave about the AFL championship. Listen, Ralph Wilson might have, and yeah, that was cool back then. But like, right. we really have got. We have everything it takes. I just I don't really want to say that it's a favoritism thing in the NFL. I don't want to say the game is fixed. I just if, if it's fixed, then what the fuck are we watching for, right? Yeah. But well, I mean, I'm, I just like I if would they watch are WWE. Fixing it, I watch WWE montage, sometimes, so and that's fixed. If they are fixing it though, can we just write the storyline for like a good ending for the Bills? Like, would it? Would yeah. we? We don't. It wouldn't kill anybody, you know. Like after a while, you know, the, the Super Bowl party might. But Jack Kemp, listen. Yeah. Jack Kemp was also a politician, too. So, like, that just shows you what quarterbacks used to mean in this league, right? We had old Turd Ferguson on our team, too, didn't we? Hmm? Turd Ferguson? Ferguson? Yeah, I wasn't at the rock pile back then, but I'll tell you what. I bet you. I'm wondering what what Buffalo was like in the 60s, watching them win AFL championships. Like, this is is fucking awesome. NFL? Oh, we got that shit. Nope. nope. Vince Lombardi's the biggest ass, and... (laughs) Oh, football was a weird game montage. Hey, yeah. before anything Thanks. else, guys, welcome into the sit down on the built-in Buffalo Network. This is the Sauce God on Twitter, Buffalo Sauce God, here with Sa- Mafia Montage. I was going to call you Sauce Montage, but no. 
You're at Mafia Mafia Montage, Montage. right? That's where the fans can get a hold of you and they can see your uh, mock draft, right? Or Lance Nelson. Guys, don't listen to him about the Taron Johnson thing. He's got actual good insight. Taron Johnson, if you're watching this, dude, I literally, I don't agree with Montage on anything that he said. He literally loves you to death. I don't know why. He just wants to be a, he wants to be a hard-nosed GM. I can tell. That's right. Montage. Do we have any chance of restructuring Josh Allen's contract? And do you even do you ask the question? I, I feel like if anybody was going to even offer it, he would offer it, right? Yeah, it's not a matter of if. It's more of a matter of when. They're going to do He's it. He's got I mean, endorsements now, so he can take a couple bucks off. No, he gets the money, I think. So it just doesn't count against the cap. So, I mean, that's doesn't – no skin off his back. Yeah, I don't want any skin off his back. He needs it because he uses just converts a lot it of his back to carry this team. Yeah. No, I just converts it to a bonus, and then he gets the lump sum, and bada-bing, bada-boom. Make one drastic move right now for me that will win the Bills a Super Bowl title next year. Regardless of any other question marks, what is the one move that you have to make to guarantee that you can win a title this year? You got to acquire an offensive lineman. So maybe we can trade for Quentin Nelson. He's got a great name. Quentin Quentin Nelson from the Colts to the Bills. That would be the move to win the Tell me how you can make something like that happen because Quentin Nelson's the only guy I ever saw that they considered drafting him at second overall because of how – but that's too high for a guard, but it's Quentin Nelson. Yeah. No, we'd have to give up like two first-round picks and uh, Ed Oliver or something. I don't know who they would like, but that yeah, would be – I'll give him – I'll give him a second-round pick. Maybe we can get – Because – we'll do this. Trey White and oh, oh, Ed Oliver okay. and our first-round pick – for Quentin Nelson and Stefan oh. Gilmore. <laughs> Stefan Gilmore? Yeah, that's you know what? This is why I'm glad you brought that one up. So montage, uh, listen, yeah, I'm drug that's... testing you after the show's done. And if you fail, it's okay because we don't drug test here. I think overall Quentin Nelson would be a great piece, right? But like then you're gonna have this wonderful dilemma of all right, does Deion Dawkins go back to guard? We're gonna try to keep, you know, we can try to move Quentin Nelson to tackle because that's really ballsy, right? But no, I think Quentin no. Nelson would just like actually give me some give me Richie Incognito before he went nuts. Like when he was with Bill and he was cool, yeah. give me that meanness because I want someone that just literally just need a bullet. fight him need after the play is over. They yeah. fight him during the play. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Uh, like who's a really great example of except for Joe Thomas, right? Because that guy played every game for the Cleveland Browns and then got super skinny after. But who's a a great example of an uh we need tackle more than we need guard. That's my opinion. Um, center, I also think we need to evaluate too because Mitch Morse, I'm pretty sure, is in the water boy stages of concussions. And also, is he really that good? In my opinion, yeah. I think that we could. Well, he does do a lot of pre-snap uh, stuff, but the, his post-snap stuff has not been the greatest. So that's the the pre-snap stuff is worth it to have, but also. Um, you know, we need to get somebody else in there that can do the pre-snap stuff because he's not going to be around for much longer, I don't think, you know. So I'm glad that I actually know this because, like, I, I'm lost in La La Land sometimes. But, yeah, there's got to be money for a couple of years. And, listen, Josh deserves to get paid, and we all know that. And I love – because especially for the way that he puts his body on the line, that's a guy that literally deserves to get paid. Not like Kyler Murray, who just, you know, commands guaranteed money and gets hurt with an ACL. And, yeah, it's cool. I'm going to be in a Call of Duty tournament in Cliff Kingsbury. As much as I loved him, he's gone. Cool. Again, we are still in a great situation for what we have as far as culture, for what we have in coaching. And 
don't you ever dare mention Tredavious White being traded again unless it's literally to trade for Tredavious White. Right, I mean, everyone can see I'm actually a fan of Trey White. I have his jersey hanging right here. So, yeah, I, I'm not. And that was just the craziest trade that I thought of trying to uh, draft, get us way. to a Super Bowl, you know. So when now we, we have get... the 27th overall pick this year, too. Look at that. Yeah, I don't know if I like to. So I think history is going to repeat up, itself, right? Move up or move back. But if you're going to move back, you got to really do well in these second round picks because I'm not doing AJ Epinesa again and then posting on Facebook about you can win defensive rookie of the year and then people clown me for two years afterwards about it. Like, give me a break. <laughs> so Trey White was drafted in 2017. Yep. Right. And then we broke the drought. So. We definitely have a playoff run in us this year, but what if this is again 2017? So then, we'll, I mean, we would have to wait till 2026 to get that Super Bowl chance again if the history was to repeat itself in a cyclical manner. To it. Nope, nope, because we're uh, winning I Super think Bowl we're just for the next win. 20 years, dude. Yeah, we could win probably four in the next six years, probably. Okay, now <laughs> I love that because I really think that I feel like when we get to the Super Bowl, it's going to be like Michael Jordan type shit. Like, you know, we're just not going to lose when we get there. And like, oh, man, I'll tell you I don't you know how I'm going to contain myself, man. I'm going to be so nervous when, that two weeks leading up to that I Super don't even Bowl. drink anymore, Montage. Like, man, and I will be please. honest, I will be probably doing nothing but being lost in the sauce because it's like two I feel party. the pain of, of Jack Kemp and Reed Ferguson and you know, Billy Shaw, like I feel the pain of all those guys that we have to drink for them, right, in a Super Bowl parade. Yeah. That's why I say a Philly, Eagles, and Bills Super Bowl, when the NFL was not ever going to allow such a thing because yeah. – We'll have to pour out a shot for uh, Scott Norwood. Scott Norwood? Honestly, I'm not sure uh, how wide that goes into my perspective of Bills players. What did he do again? Yeah, he was the reason why you don't have a Super Bowl right now. And he didn't eat chicken wings at Duff's Famous Wings, the proud uh, sponsor of the sit-down on the Built-in Buffalo Network's Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. So Montage and I are having an, uh, really just an unfiltered conversation about really this Bills team because I need to get over the fact that we didn't win the whole thing, and I got to get over the fact that we got to make tough decisions because last year free agency popped off. I was excited, right? Um then it started to look like we weren't going to make a splash. And then Vaughn Miller and then OJ Howard. Right. And God, that was one that I felt like it was going to work out so much better than it did. Right. But yeah, really montage crazy. free agency is going to be tough for us to make splashes in because of the money. I think how many total draft picks do we have? We have uh six, six. Mm-hmm. All right, so Bean, let's see if we can get that six to like eight. And like, or you know yeah. what? Like I said, if you move up in the first round and you get some, you get the guy that you're looking at, by all means, because we have good experience in moving up in the first round to go get a guy and taking a, you know, a chance. I was looking at it. There's going to be some really solid guys that are undrafted just by the sheer number of, of talent. Tanner Gentry. You're going to have some guys that are undrafted, obviously, like every year that are going to come out. So, I mean, we need to hit. Um, I think Akeem um, has been saying this. You know, we need to hit on whoever we get at whatever position we get them at. We just need to hit. So I think, you know, if we could take those six to ten and then you have some guys that are undrafted that you sign, um, that would be ideal for me. But I don't necessarily know without, you know, shedding some guys that are just really good at what they do. Um, it's not really going to happen. So we're going to be stuck with six or maybe seven 
if we do a small trade, but you know, I, I don't Brandon see where we're going to have much more. We have no idea what he's going to do. Yeah, he probably no has some big debacle plan cooked up, but I overall montage, we are going to do the, the necessary things to keep ourselves competitive. The one thing that I want this team to, to keep in the mentality more than anything is stop letting the noise of everything else people the media don't let that's what they want it's like it's like bill belichick uh, bill belichick put these people out there to like fuck us up like to break us up yeah. right no stay together remember that <laughs> there's just a lot of different things that we could not control that uh stopped us from winning a championship and it's not the lack of execution it's it's a lot of different things and if anybody says otherwise they're just being biased but this team montage i've got faith in what they're going to do and Oh man, I'll tell you what, I just, what they've been able to do in such a short little bit amount of time with the pieces they, they added since Sean McDermott came in, I have nothing but confidence going forward. And Leslie Frazier, take a year off and, you know, like, yeah, take a year off, dude. And like, Ken, let's get a Ken Dorsey type, like attitude for the defense, right? Yeah. I'm serious. Now, I noticed my buddies were talking about bringing Rex Ryan in as a DC. It's like, what the f- yeah, we're not doing that. No, just this way so he can come before in. Before you practice, elaborate on that, I think we need to do one more again? thing. Before you get into that too much, I want to do one thing right now. Are you ready for it? I'm fucking pissed off. I hate Mac Jones, right? I look at his face, and it looks like a fucking scared child that is just so jealous of big brother Josh Allen being better looking, being more athletic, being fucking actually having an arm for a quarterback, right? Because Mac Jones disgraces macaroni and cheese everywhere. He disgraces Mac salad. And I heard, and Phil Dose confirmed it, he hangs out with North Korean people, like the bad ones, right? He's not good, right? So the NFL... Can we get Mac Jones out the fucking league? Literally, otherwise, I'm telling you, montage proposal right now. I will fight Mac Jones every day until he fucking decides that he's not going to ever play quarterback and he's got a better chance at becoming a defensive coordinator for the Patriots um, because that's what they do, and I fucking hate them, montage. So, also, one more thing I want to get fired up about because that's me getting saucy, right? I want to say this. Everybody that wants to doubt anything the Bills got to do, Guess what, buddy? That's why Brandon Bean is a contract wizard, and me and you have sunglasses on. Well, actually, me and Montage got sunglasses on. You might not have sunglasses on, but let me tell you something. Big baller Bean. What does it mean to have balls, Montage? It means Leslie Frazier's not going to coach defense this year, and we're going to go after the Chiefs, and we're going to go after anybody that stands in our motherfucking way because I'm tired of being bitches. We are the alpha, and go do it. This so, Lord have mercy. Thank it. you, Jesus. Thank you, God. And thank you, Montage. That's me getting saucy. Now, I, I want to see you get saucy. I, I enjoyed when you filled in for me as host, and I saw you get saucy. I don't have my backwards hat to put on. But, uh, yeah, no, I, dude, I am loving mock draft season, guys. I love just coming up with all the ideas of different scenarios that could happen. All these conversations have to happen about every guy on the roster. And it's just fun. I have a lot of fun with it. Uh, you should can we too, get Bill O'Brien to go become of... GM for teams and trade pieces too? Like, like when he made that DeAndre Hopkins David Johnson trade, that one was like, wait a second, what did you, you said he traded? Oh, wait, DeAndre, what? 
Oh, so you got a bag of chips and <laughs> did you get any draft picks? It's like the whole Brittany Griner situation. Do we get any compensation in return, right? Nope. So Montage, my friend, I love talking. This is right here. This is the conversation I needed to have. And that's why we come here in the sit down. And that's why nobody's going to get whacked in the sit down, but we're going to find a way to whack the Chiefs. We're going to fucking take care of the rest of the league. And Josh Allen, I'll do the kill. Montage, I got a shovel in the basement. Okay. Well, give me some final thoughts block. here, my friend. I got the cinder block and the rope to tie around their feet. Sink them. So real fast, since you did this to me. So the Mafia Montage Maniac of the Week is Anthony Richardson out of Florida, the quarterback. I thought you were going to say me. Jumping out of the roof today at the Combine, blowing all the metrics out for quarterbacks. And uh, love love a good athlete. He's the most athletic prospect in this draft and uh, really cool to watch these guys in Indianapolis. And Anthony Richardson, your Mafia Montage Maniac of the Week offseason edition. And so, guys, you heard it here first. Taron Johnson and Josh Allen are trade pieces for, for Montez. <laughs> now, Montez, I love that, dude. So, hey, keep me posted on what's going on with the with the combine because, really, I just I don't know what we could potentially look at. You're not going to find me in an offensive tackle like Joe Tom. Well, you could because there's no guarantees in this life, right? But I need one guarantee, and that's that we're not going to have a similar – hole in the team like we did with that offensive line that was our biggest weakest link of the entire season um in montage read what, draft my profiles until 2 a.m every night that's what you need to do that's what listen I I'm, sorry. I'm telling you i would i would literally like to watch you on espn instead of mel kuyper like that dude literally has had the same hair for you and who's mel kuyper senior right. by the way did mel kuyper senior also do draft analysis because what so. the fuck do those guys like what are you doing mel he just gets mad at John Gruden, and that's my favorite because, like, you know what I mean? I'm going to be the guy aggravating the shit out of Mel. That's right. So check out Montages. Um, he's got mock drafts. He's doing them, like, 2.0, but you got to be a subscriber to, like, you know, Montage Plus. Um, now, yeah, Montage, Montage, of course, they can find the mock draft on your – you got Twitter, obviously, at Mafia Montage. And yep. what about on Facebook? I'm uh, Lance Nelson on Facebook. That's my real name. You get, Don't what's tell your anybody. name, Lance? Lance Nelson. I thought it was pants. Nope. Those are the parties I have. Oh, where you dance. Okay. I got you. Lance likes to dance in his pants. And uh, can we advance? Uh? So let me give you one bar to end the show montage because we got sunglasses on. I want to remind Bill's Mafia exactly why I'm saucy and pissed off today. Fuck Mac Jones. He's a little bitch. I'll tell you, Josh Allen's got enough just to be rich. Jordan Poy, you got enough money too. So I'll tell you, this is saucy and I'm a funny dude. Go and get your value. Come on, McDermott. No Leslie Frazier. Defense starts turning. Gregory Rousseau, you got Vaughn Miller returning. Please, Bills, win the Super Bowl before the blunts start burning. There you go, brother. Ripping it. And for anybody that has, uh, hey, New to the show, welcome to the sit-down. It is at the Built in Buffalo Network, Built in Buffalo Network's Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter, Saturday nights, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I'll tell you what, montage, I might do the sunglasses thing every week until Mac Jones agrees to fight. And I might do it every week until next uh, show. I'm also but, not uh, going to fight fair with him. I'm using a bat. I'm using my – I'm kicking. I'm kicking him. You know hair. where. Not in the, not in the colonies because you don't got him. You hear that, Mac? Hair. 
All right, Montage, appreciate the heck out of you. All you guys out there at Bill's Mafia, make sure to join us here Saturday night, next week, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, right here on the Built in Buffalo Network's Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. Proud sponsor of Duff's. I'm sorry, proud sponsorship with Duff's uh, Famous Wings. And Montage, next week, maybe we're going to have a potential uh, special guest. I don't know, man. We've got some awesome things coming up in the offseason that you guys don't want to miss. So, Montage, I want to thank you very much, my friend. And you look great in those sunglasses. And let's get fired up, and let's come on back in here next week and do it all again, shall we? Come on back. Go Bills. All right. Love you guys. Oh, go Bills. Have a safe and responsible weekend. And fuck Mac Jones. Go Bills. Fuck.